Hello, Incredible One. Welcome to the Incredible Factor Business Podcast, the place to be to grow a business that shakes the planet. I'm your host, business growth coach, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. Oh, and one more thing. On this podcast, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you about the good, the bad, and the incredible of entrepreneurship. But don't worry, it's all for your good so that you can build a business that funds the life you crave. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, incredible ones. Darnielle here, and I'm so excited to welcome you back to another episode of the Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I have to tell you, I missed you guys. I feel like it's been so long since we've chatted, and so I'm really excited to be back with you. This episode is powered by the Breakthrough and Business Experience, which is happening May 21st through the 24th, just outside of Philadelphia and Wilmington, Delaware. If you are tired, I mean really tired, of sitting in struggle and you are ready to strut in significance, visit BreakthroughInBusinessEvent.com to learn more. So today I thought I would open up a little bit more. I know we're just getting to know each other. This podcast is so brand spanking new. And today I want to talk to you about not giving up on your dreams. And I know already you're like, Darnielle, what does that have to do with the title of this episode, The Fourth Time is the Charm? Well, stick with me because I'm going to let you know. So for as long as I could remember, I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have someone to share my life with. I honestly think it was because as a child, I didn't come from a household where love was personified in the way that I think most children need to be loved. There was no touching and feeling or even audible praise and admiration expressed. We were told that we were loved because our parents made sure that our basic needs were met, right? And even up until the point before my mom went to jail, you know, she was hustling and grinding to take care of us. And and that was her way of showing us that she loved us. And then when my mom went to jail and my life was rocked at the age of eight, <laughs> and I went to live with my father and my soon-to-be stepmother, again, we were not in an environment when we were told that we were loved or that we mattered and And even the fortification of my confidence, it didn't come from where I grew up every single day. But I dreamt. And I loved looking for examples on TV. I mean, there's a lot to be said about whether or not you should let your children watch TV. And I'm not going to weigh in on that today. But I am going to say that as a a youngster, uh, you know, in my youth and in my early teens, I really looked to the examples that we had to demonstrate what was possible. And the only example that comes to mind right now is Cliff and Claire, the Huxtables. They were a power couple, but it was obvious that they loved themselves, they loved each other, and they also loved their children. And I wanted that more than life itself at that age. And all of my friends, if I have traced back my life and my journey and and the people who I've been friends with over the years, 
every single one of my friends comes from an amazing family, I think, because I didn't come from an amazing family. And sure, every family has their share of dysfunction. I think mine would just may have been a little bit more. And I knew that one day God was going to give me the desire of my heart, right? Not only because the Bible says it, right? If you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. But I always knew that I was meant to be a wife. And I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that, unfortunately, this desire of mine to become a wife had me looking for love in all the wrong places. And while I am going to spare you some of the gory details about what happened over the years as I did that, I am going to share with you why I believe the fourth time is the charm. And I'm going to talk to you specifically about it in my personal life. And then I'm going to parlay it into your business so that I can give you some strategies to help you to move your business forward. So when I was in high school and even early in college, I was not there thinking about love and having a boyfriend or any of those things. I was there because I needed to study to show myself approved. I needed to become something more than the environment from which I came. Can you get that? And so I literally had my head down in college. And I think now about many of the people that I run into when we go back to the University of Delaware for homecoming or alumni weekend, they are married to the people they were dating in college. But I was not thinking about dating anyone. So although I had this desire to have love and, and to be a wife and have someone to share my life with, it really took a back seat. I remember being in my early 20s. I'm now working my professional career. And I'm still pretty entry level in my career. I, I don't think I was an officer yet when I met this guy who we're just going to continue to call ex-fiance number one. He is actually the premise of my very first book, which I wrote, which is called, If You Understood My Past, You Would Understand My Praise. I highly recommend you get a copy of that book. There's some good juicy stuff in there. And so when I first met ex-fiance number one, I wanted nothing to do with him. He wasn't attractive. He was, I don't know, he just wasn't my type. And he kind of wore me down. And I was at this place where I had dated all of the wrong guys. And some of you ladies who will be listening in, you're shaking your head because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I dated the wrong guy over and over and over. And here was a guy who was paying attention to me, who seemed to be about something. And so I remember running into him in Kmart about a year after I had first met him at work. And uh, you know, he was like, you know, you just, I don't know why you won't give me a try. And it kind of wore on me. And so I did. I gave him a try. Again, I'm not going to tell you all the details, but you can go and get a copy of <laughs> If You Understood My Past, You Would Understand My Praise, if you want to hear some of the stuff that happened. But anyway, we were in our relationship for a few years. And eventually you get to that point in the relationship where you decide to get married or maybe you should break up. Well, we made the wrong decision and that was to get married. And so we eventually broke up. But before we broke up, Part of the reason we broke up was because three months before our wedding, he confessed that he had gotten an older woman in our church pregnant. And remember, we're in our early 20s, 20, 23, 24, I think is where we are at this time. And this woman was 45. Of course, today, as I sit at 43, 45 is not nearly old like I thought it was at 20. But uh, the, bottom, the bottom really fell out of my life. But it was also, in my opinion, God pushing me out of harm's way. 
snatching me even out of harm's way, helping me to dodge a bullet. And so when I began to think about my own career and when I first started my business, um, or even before I started Incredible One Enterprises, when I was in Mary Kay, it seemed like it was the right next step for me at the time. Just like ex-fiance number one seemed like he was the right next step for me at the time. But very soon into my Mary Kay business, I started to realize that there had to be more to life than that. And similarly, in my relationship, I started to realize that there had to be more to life than that. And here's what I want you to take away right now before we even get too much farther into this episode. I was unwilling to be honest with myself in both my Mary Kay journey and my relationship. And I stayed in both much longer than I was supposed to. And what I realized is that my desire to hit that pinnacle and reach that final goal was kind of interrupting rational thought and reason. I really struggled at this particular point in time with my value and my worth and whether or not I was really deserving of someone who would treat me better. And I'm going to be honest and tell you that at that particular point in time, when faced with the decision of do I stay or do I go, for like five seconds, I thought about staying because I had this goal and this goal was to get love. And I thought that settling for the love that was being presented to me was better than waiting on a love that might never come. And often I work with entrepreneurs every single day in my business. And often that is what I see. I see people settling for businesses that don't serve them and because the success that they've been praying for and craving, they feel that it may never come. But I just want to encourage you as I continue to unpack this piece of the story and help you to understand how the fourth time for you too can be the charm. So I ended up leaving ex-fiance number one. I realized I was worth so much more and I decided to focus on my career. It was during that time that I realized that there was so much more I wanted to accomplish before I settled down to become someone's life. And, and even more important than that, I needed to figure out exactly who I was because I wasn't really clear who I was up until that point. And so I went back to school. This is when I got my MBA. I stayed a few more years in corporate America before I realized that sitting behind someone else's desk was not what God had for me. And while I was very clear that sitting behind someone else's desk was not what God had for me, I wasn't really clear about exactly what I was supposed to do instead, enter Mary Kay. Mary Kay actually came into my life when I was lamenting over my breakup with ex-fiance number one. A very good girlfriend at the time suggested that I accompany her to this skincare class so that I could feel better about myself. And I did, in fact, feel better about myself. And I picked up a business as well, eventually. See, when you're not sure who you are and what it is that you are here to do on this planet, you will often meander and deviate from the path that you set for yourself because you're not crystal clear about exactly what it is you're supposed to do. And that happened to me when I first entered Mary Kay. And don't get me wrong, I did it up. I got two pink Cadillacs and six carats worth of diamonds and top director accolades from my time in Mary Kay because I'm a success. And everything I touch turns to success. It's who I am. It's who I've always been. 
because God preordained it before I was formed in my mother's womb. And even with all of that success, I still found myself lonely. So while I was in Mary Kay, I met ex-fiance number two. I probably should have told you from the beginning that before I met and ultimately married my husband, I had been engaged three times. Now I am great at sales <laughs> and I was able to, to sell myself and to position myself to get the promotion that I really wanted, right? Although each of these first three tries, all I really got was more disappointment, but also extreme clarity. It helped me to get clearer and clearer about who I am. Now, today I talk to entrepreneurs and everyone's afraid to fail, but I want you to write this down. Failure is feedback and it is an opportunity for you to see what you could do differently the next time when you're presented with an opportunity that does not go the way you want it. So here I am again. I meet ex-fiance number two. He winds me. He dines me. He charms me. He appears to be the love that I've been wanting my entire life. I see us being our own version of Cliff and Claire, power couple, changing the world, making things happen. Except I was so busy trying to be who he needed me to be that I forgot who I was. And so I wonder, depending upon where you are in your business, how many times have you gotten lost in your own sauce? How many times have you been trying to keep up with this person or that person who technically does what you do and forgotten yourself in the mix? Well, that's what happened to me. And so by the time ex-fiance number two asked me to marry him, it became painstakingly clear, even though I said yes immediately, because I really was fond of him, that he was not my husband. But time will go by before I was able to honestly tell myself the truth and live with the reality that I had done it again, that I had literally traded one opportunity to settle for another. And as entrepreneurs, how often do we do the same thing? I remember when I was first starting my business and I was a motivational speaker. I thought I would just go grab a stage, empower the people and life would be awesome. I studied speaker after speaker, trying to find my own signature style to show up on stage. And what I really found is that I wasn't finding my style instead. I was really just mocking theirs or mimicking theirs. And so it wasn't a very authentic experience to be a motivational speaker, which is why it didn't sustain me, which is why I didn't earn the money that would be able to help me to create a business that would serve me. So what do we do when we don't feel fulfilled and sustained? We go looking for another distraction. Enter ex-fiance number three. <laughs> I was at the point in time in my career, at this point I was an entrepreneur, and I attracted a man who was a control freak, who wanted to control everything about me. And while he put up, my fingers are in air quotes, with the entrepreneur in me while we were dating, oh, he made it painstakingly clear as soon as he popped the question. And I again found myself saying yes, because here I was looking at my third opportunity to become Cliff and Claire, that he had no desire to allow my light to shine. And instead he wanted to stifle me. This time, however, it was easier for me to identify that I had again traded one opportunity to settle for nothing, another. And so that engagement didn't last very long. I didn't even tell people about it. 
That's how quick it was. And so what I decided to do after ex-fiance number three and I parted ways was take my eyes off of the goal temporarily so that I can instead get crystal clear about who I am, whose I am, and what I really wanted love to look like. Now I have to tell you, it took me seven years to get that clear definition. And mostly because during that time, I was also now building my business. I was building Incredible One Enterprises. By this time, I had gone through a bankruptcy and I was in the, at the point of reestablishing everything about myself. And when you experience these kind of failures, failures that take you further and further away from your dream and you do the autopsy to find the, the clues that can take you to your next level, Sometimes it can take you a little bit longer to get back on the horse. And I also decided that I was really, really bad at love, but I was really, really great at business. And so I put my head down and I focused on growing my business and getting my business to a place where when I decided to shift my focus to finding love, I would be undergirded by a business that would serve and support me in every possible way. And this is why I believe the fourth time is the charm. Because every time you fail at something you know you're meant to do, you collect data and clues that you can use to do it better the next time. And so even in my own business, from motivational speaker to copywriter, yeah, I bet you didn't know that. I did a small stint at having a copywriting business because I, work, I love words so much. But that was, although I love words, and I'm really powerful at messaging, that wasn't the best use of my gifts. But if I hadn't have tried it and I hadn't failed at it, I would have never known that I needed to hire a coach to help me to get crystal clear about who I am, my gifts and talents, and what I bring to the table so that I could figure out how to exploit them. And I need you to understand that exploitation is not a dirty word. It is in fact the highest and best use of your energy to leverage your gifts in a way that will not only change your life, but the lives of others. And so in my business, while I had my head down to love, I was really creating an environment to build everything the way I would always wanted. And I honestly am so glad that I, that I did that without strategically thinking through allowing the fourth time to be the charm when I pulled my head up that I would honestly allow myself to walk into the relationship that I've been praying for all along, that I would meet a man who would understand the gifts and talents that God placed in me and the destiny that he set before me and allow me to move in it without challenge, without intimidation, and without the desire or need to stifle me. It changed everything to be able to get clear about who I am and to rise up fully in that and to allow that to be the focus of experiencing everything that I've ever wanted in my life. And I can honestly say today I am living my best life. But it was in allowing myself to fail three times in my personal relationships and three times in my business and getting up again that fourth time that I realized the charm that my business might be. And so no matter where you are, what you're going through right now in your life or in your business, if you've experienced failure after failure 
and you are thinking about throwing in the towel, I have just one piece of advice for you. Never give up. Never give up on you and never give up on your dreams. Be willing to course correct. Be willing to do the autopsy. Be willing to trace your steps and see where you messed up and misstepped so that you can do it better the next time. And when I think about allowing myself the opportunity and the space and having the courage to fall and fail as a motivational speaker, and not that I wasn't amazing on stage and I didn't get booked because I did, but I was broke. (laughs) I was like a starving artist in many ways because I didn't know what I didn't know. And I wasn't allowing myself the time and space to leverage every opportunity to figure it out. In fact, it wasn't until I hired a coach that I was finally able to take that very hard look at myself and experience the shifts that would invite me to experience the life that I get to live today. And so the fourth time really is the charm. You have to be willing to fall down. The Bible says, even though a man falls seven times, he gets back up, right? That's perseverance. And in your ability to persist and persevere in the face of adversity is how you get to the charm. I created a little acronym for the word charm. I love acronyms if you don't know that about me. And I created this acronym because I wanted to leverage it. I love the word leverage to help you to create the happiness abundance and realization you need to manifest your dreams. The fourth time is the charm because it will allow you to create the happiness, abundance, and realization that you need to manifest your dreams. So how will you leverage the failures that you've experienced in your life up until this point to get you to your charm moment. Number one, never give up. Every time you fail, do an autopsy. That's number two. Number one, never give up. Number two, every time you fail, do an autopsy. Retrace your steps. See what you did well and where you may have missed the mark. Number three, course correct. Try it again. Try it again with a new hypothesis. Realizing that if you make just this one tweak, things will come out differently. Number four, report your findings. Write down what happens when you try it again so that number five, you can celebrate your success. The fourth time is the charm. And I know that if you keep pressing, if you keep moving, if you keep allowing every opportunity to teach you something new about yourself and about your business, you too will create happiness and abundance in the realization of manifesting your dreams. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd love to help you grow a business that shakes the planet. Get started today by joining our exclusive community at sixfigurecashflowclub.com. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. 
Until next time, you deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.